0: And ne no keep running, running, and running. running, and running, running, and running, no ne
1: Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast episode 143. I am one of your hosts, Jim, and I'm going to go through this intro and then be joined by my man, Brandon, who is going to talk with me about two books. We're going to be talking Daredevil and Guardians of the Galaxy tonight. And if you are paying attention and playing at home you'll realize that I miss my Friday night show where I would have talked about Daredevil and probably at least one other book, but I was sick and I have been under the weather uh, trying to get a lot of things done by the end of this month. And I think it's kind of worn me down and pretty much knocked me out, but I'm here for now. We'll see if I can last through this. I I really do not feel good at all. But let me tell you where you can find my sorry butt and all the rest of the weird science. Get fresh boop, beep, boop. You can go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Where if you follow us, we'll follow you back. That is the first one, right? The second place that you can find us is our website, com, where we review almost every book that comes out each week from Marvel, mostly dropping on Wednesday at 9 a.m., but sometimes a little bit earlier. A little earlier, if you will, and if we are allowed is the thing. Marvel will allow a couple books each week to be dropped early, usually around 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. So you can get a quick thing and I will mention one thing if you are somebody who's like why would I want to read a review on Tuesday morning when I haven't even gotten the issue and won't have it for a full day I don't want to have anything spoiled the reviews that come out early uh, are made to be spoiler free so if you just want to go see say what that Brandon Thinks about something, you'll still get a score, obviously. You'll still get a little bit of a rundown and what he might like or dislike about the issue, but it won't be fully spoiled. So if there's a big cliffhanger where somebody gets decapitated or something, you won't hear it there. You'll have to wait until Wednesday. To get your decapitations The other place you could go to find us Is on our Patreon account Which is for support for this podcast For the usual Friday podcast And I know that it's going to screw Brandon up Because we're an odd number now On this Monday night But I will make up for that at some point And get us back in the even odd way of things But Back to the Patreon If you go to patreon.com slash weird science You can support us for all this stuff I know a lot of places that have The Patreons like to say We're going to keep the lights on Stuff like that My phrase to that is always If you need to help with your electric bill You should maybe get another job Not podcast And I go by that mantra Myself and really The reason why you would support us Isn't just blind faith not the band or the action It would be to get more shows If you enjoyed this show I believe in my heart of hearts That if you want to go and support something You'd probably want more of that thing So we have a bunch of Marvel podcasts In fact, when I'm done with Brandon tonight I will be going off and doing the Marvel Solicits podcast That I do each and every month And that is always followed by the Sales podcast as well on the Marvel and and all that also goes on in The DC things and usually what I like to do Is a little tit for tat And don't giggle when I say that uh, It is you know if we have a show That's kind of a DC show Then we have a Marvel based show Kind of like that as well to kind of go back And forth with it so you can go over there To patreon.com check out What's going on you won't be billed Until the first of next month so Unfortunately it's the last week to go Try to grab that free trial but If you want to wait a week and go in on March 1st, then you won't end up being charged until April 1st. If you don't want to get charged, if you don't like what you hear for some reason, you end up quitting before that beginning of next month and you'll never be charged. It is a free trial at that point. You gave it a shot and that's all I ask. But I don't want to waste too much time here on this intro. I'm going to go off right now and talk to Brandon about some books.
0: alone Brandon's been drinking all day and I gotta get him for the show oh no well I can't get a hold of him, oh that ain't right he must be passed out drunk so that means no Brandon tonight Brandon's lame have you heard Brandon's lame his family's a shame. Little girl wants to change
1: her name. Ah yes, and we are back, and it's me and Brandon. So I end up saying Brandon would join us then hit in a song that basically says Brandon's drunk and yeah. he's not joining us, but he's joining us. <laughs> here he is. It's Brandon. He is here. I hope you're not upset that it is an odd-numbered show. I mentioned that no. in the intro. I hope that you don't mind that I ended up... Maybe I was drunk Once on we passed the
2: sports player reference numbers, I uh, lost interest in the show Yeah, <laughs> so uh, basically
1: we're uh, 143. That is William Perry, the yeah. fridge's it's number like now. That's going to marathon right? just runner make up in stuff. the Boston Marathon. Yeah, really. We'll, <laughs> we'll just just do that it's mine and then i have never run a marathon <laughs> uh, but uh yeah I ended up not feeling well I said and each day of the weekend I'm like all right I'm gonna do it on Saturday and then I ended up having to do other things and then Sunday I ended up getting tired not any point was I actually watching XFL though and that wasn't yeah. the reason yeah. Uh, my I've been son watching Rafe it. it's has, not bad my son Rafe has bailed on it already has he? He, yeah yeah he's so I
2: like watching uh, if you Pick the right teams. Like if you watch St. Louis and yeah. you watch Houston, they're they're not bad uh, at playing football, so that you'll get some okay. fun out of those games. But so that's what you got. They're like, not bad if at New playing York's, football. Uh, New say. York is terrible. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, what stinks. other? The Vipers, Tampa, they're terrible. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still back on
1: the. Tampa Bay Bandits of the USFL, yeah. I'm still uh, rooting for them. Yeah. I used to like uh, the New Jersey Stars or the Philadelphia Stars. You couldn't Stars. watch it, but I remember
2: when I was a kid, the uh, European Football League yeah, and, and the cards in the pro either. set, um, top set, you know?
1: Yeah, they yeah, I used to in back in the day when they had the USFL with Herschel Walker and a bunch of guys in there. Yeah. I believe uh, Jim Kelly might have yep. started oh, in yeah, that, right? Yeah. Gramblers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But here we are to talk some Marvel comics now. This isn't the XFL podcast. That's no. next. That's yes. what we're doing later. <laughs> uh, it's special, called yeah. "You Hate Us the XFL." <laughs> Podcast. So uh, we're going to start <laughs> with and, Guardians and we're only gonna of gonna the talk Galaxy. About the old nicknames
2: of the. the yeah, let's all we'll be. And we'll have players. nicknames, <laughs> and
1: mine will be total curse words. So we're not allowed to mention it here. Drunk again. Uh, yes, you are drunk again. And I'm beep, 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 and beep. But here we are for the first book of this two book podcast. It's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy number two. And it's weird because when this popped up, I ended up saying, Oh, are you happy to see me? And it said, No, it just popped up. But I up wondering did we miss an issue before i saw it was number two because i don't know for some reason it seems like the first one came out a long time it does ago seem
2: like it's been a while yeah. and
1: uh, i couldn't remember what anything was about so i open it up i'm like oh yeah gods hercules that's all i yeah. remembered hercules zeus i'm like yep it's the gods but it is guardians of the galaxy number two written by al ewing art by Juan cabal colors by fred derico blee and letters by vcs Corey pettit previously and i will appreciate one thing it's an al ewing book and we have the credits in the beginning and we have a back you know a recap page he didn't like that in the hulk i think when you do the immortal hulk he's allowed to call all the shots like he it's him here because it's guardians he's like "Ah," either he says i'll go pretty you know standard or they're telling him None of that nonsense, buddy. The gods, and I can say anything I want here because we remain blocked Patriot. by him. So yeah. he, no, he, no, he's just, he can't listen to us because we are blocked. The gods of Olympus have returned. However, their resurrection has left them hungry, and their path of destruction has led Richard Ryder, aka Nova, to seek help from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Although Gamar turned him away, Star Lord and Rocket Raccoon snuck away to join Nova, Phi Lavelle, Moon Dragon, and Marvel Boy. On a stealth mission to Olympus, but when Moon Dragon's psychic cloaking failed, the Olympians launched a counterattack. Desperate and on the ropes, the Guardians may be able to turn the tides when the help of a surprising with the help of a surprising new ally, which is Hercules. And it's funny where you mention this, and it's all you know in my mind. You would picture this as the Guardians of the Galaxy going off into heaven to go to mount olympus and fight and in fact mount olympus itself and all these gods seem a little weird and it's phasing in and out they are showing up destroying planets making people like it it isn't just the standard deal going on so when they went on the stealth mission they were there undercover but they also had to go pretty much to the engine that was driving everything and they were going to blow it up with this black hole bomb and all this stuff going on and the last issue the two big things that happened were you ended up getting the black hole bomb stolen you know taken away from where it was rocket had it on the bowie and they just came and grabbed it and uh the other thing was at the end you saw hercules was the cliffhanger at the end of last issue and that's where it starts with hercules who's pretty much just like listen i'm i'm a man's man here you know (laughs) let me out i can really kick butt i am really really strong i rarely wear a shirt And that's basically, in my mind, he ends up being, well, he ends up being the Matthew McConaughey of the galaxy. If he has a shirt on, it's going to get torn or taken off within seconds. And I mean, if I look like that, I'd be down with that as well. But you have, you know, you end up having Marvel Boy rescuing him. And while this is going on, though, the team is separate. But I think Al Ewing does a pretty good job. Of And this is something that we talk about anytime you have a team booked. Does everybody have something to do, and I think they do and, and the idea that you had rockets stay back on the Bowie. It seemed weird when it first happened. It seemed out of nowhere. Remember when Peter left, he's like, no, no, you stay here, get the And the bomb just got taken right away anyway. But I think it serves him well because he ends up being almost at the command center as this is going on the ship because you're we're having some problems. You end up having Nova. He is pretty much in the fetal position Dead. in yeah. space and he's going to die.
2: <laughs> being kept and alive by a Nova cocoon.
1: Yeah, and Phyla is out there, pretty much, you know, kicking butt. Everyone else. Peter is. Yeah, yeah. She is kicking butt with her deal. You have Rocket just screaming, we got to get somewhere. You you end up where the bomb is taken. Oh, no. Peter is the one who still is kind of in a stealth deal trying to get to where he's got to go. But he runs into Artemis, the goddess of the hunt. She ends up, you know, finding him. And this is where he He realizes
2: he's being herded too late. Yeah, yeah.
1: And he uh, yeah, he ends up because of these automatons that are pretty much just marching and he's avoiding them. Um, he's going down an alley here. He's going over here so and it is hurting. One him. thing and,
2: about these automatons, do do they listen to only the gods? Like, are yeah, they under their like, command? Yeah, it? I think
1: that, I mean, at least the ones that we mainly see are asbestos, who is hurting them. Yeah, he he seems to be able to control them and he ends up transforming them. And the thing is, you see them and they look like... You know, robots. Golden they they robots, end up yeah. look like golems. They look like, uh, look like, you know, one of the metal men. They're automatons. That's yeah. what they are. But <laughs> you realize when they take a mask off, when Asbestos takes one of mask off, they're people who end up having all of their eyes and their mouth sewn shut, and then almost like you have the Dollatrons over at DC with Professor Pig. Looks like even the the mask is grafted onto that. They're, they're hideous, and yeah. and they're not, and it. It's weird, too, because in my mind, I thought they were going to play the idea of when Peter sees this later, he says, hey, you see those automatons? I thought he was going to say, don't kill them. They're innocent people who, unfortunately, are are screwed.
2: Festus is trying to make them all look like deformed as he is.
1: Yeah, yeah, really. He's a hideous. But (laughs) Peter says to all of them, you know, hey, if you run into them, just kill them. Don't look under the mask. You know what I'm saying? I actually thought it was going to be one of those plays of you know,
2: maybe we can figure out something or whatever, but I guess yeah, I don't they think gone. the guardians really have the qualms here since they're going to blow up no, this no. giant place. Yeah, in are the black blowing hole it up. Bomb, yeah. anyway.
1: And I, I like Artemis there. She looks cool. Uh, she is the goddess of the hunt. So she hunts Peter down and that's where he ends up. And this is where I think my lack of knowledge kind of came into play, which it does usually in life yeah. uh, when he ends up with the element gun, And I didn't quite know, much about i i'm not very learned on the whole peter quill and the guardians of the galaxy except for the movies i have to admit that uh and so he hits the element gun and uses this diamond deal to turn artemis temporarily says that she'll be able to get out of it. She is a God, but uh, it's funny because she turns or he turns her in, or at least in cases or in diamonds and and rocket flips out. He's like, really? Like we needed money (laughs) this whole time. You could have made diamonds and And Peter's like, you know what
2: gun and made more.
1: Yeah. And you have Peter's like, yeah, you know what? I kind of thought that too. (laughs) When I did this, it's kind of ridiculous, but I liked it. I like the dialogue between, The characters. And I like the idea by the end that you are going to base some of your character moments. You're going to base some of the feels that you're going to go with on not just what's here, but also what would happen, you know, in the past comics, but also you can even go with what happens in the movies as well. Cause at the end you end up having something happen where you, uh, rocket gets upset and I could get upset as well. And I'm not really big on reading a lot of the guardians comics, which I want to get to eventually, but it's, it's pretty much Peter going. Now he has an arrow of Artemis in his leg. She ended up shooting him as he yeah, shot her in the thigh. Yeah. And he's walking. And I just thought, well, he's trailing blood. She already could follow him. She's just going to break out of that and get to I him. But instead, I thought she was
2: just going to follow him to wherever he was going to. I'm like, you're leaking everywhere, yeah. buddy. Stop yeah, and that. I'm like, You don't need
1: to be the goddess of the hunt to follow a blood <laughs> trail. So you got to do something about that. But it ends up like one of those things. If it's me – I'm definitely taking that arrow out right away. I'm yep, not going 100%. another step. And and probably then I'm crying. I'm, yeah, I'm
2: actually I, probably I laying on my the pants. floor screaming and crying. I may take a things. nap.
1: I, I may need a sandwich. I mean, I'm not going very far after that. Uh, but I would have but he doesn't. Conveniently he doesn't because of what happens. But also in my mind too, I'm one of those idiots. I I'd try to take it out. It would break right at the area that i'd be screwed screwed. all the way down your leg and then i'd get some crazy idea to drive it through all the way and get it out the back end (laughs) which may be the deal and now I'm, i'm just i'm leaking blood everywhere and then i die this is why i'm not a hero especially in space but he ends up going he realizes he was being herded but he's gonna go forward with what he has to do he's going to find the engine Uh, He does end up finding it. Unfortunately, he also enters the rotor that they're looking for. He also finds the bomb. But he also finds automatons and asbestos who basically has gotten this. See, we saw the automatons were the ones who went and grabbed it and took it to asbestos and he says, you know, and it's asbestos. He has made these automatons. He's a big guy, technology, all that he can stuff. make anything. He's intrigued yeah, by and this. He's, but he's intrigued by the yeah. bomb. The black hole bomb really does intrigue him and he says, what dimension is this from? You know, it's not from this dimension. And I like the dialogue here. It's pretty clever where Peter says, go to hell. And he's like, no, no, no. We call that hades here you know please you know get with the program there buddy uh and he says you're not going to be able to talk to anybody i cut off your communications i have all this going on Well, we go off to the others and again it's just a pretty much a big fight uh trying yeah, it's to a sprawling
2: fight everyone in a different yeah, location and- yeah.
1: And you're trying to save Nova at the same time you end up, uh, you know, releasing Hercules. Uh Marvel is there. Marvel boy has to do it very slowly and deliberately because if he doesn't, I, the power that needs to be to hold a Hercules in, it could backfire. It could, you know, end up causing trouble. So he ends up doing that and you end up, you know, freeing him. So they're going to go off with that trying to figure out but that's where you end up having athena show up and and it does get to a point where it's just these gods and space and things and i think maybe it might be too much for some and it might not be hitting and i'll tell you it's not hitting as much as i hope it would with me i love the you know greek roman whatever the gods I, i love those and these are the greek gods i love the greek gods so much but I want to kind of see the overall story of this. And this seems more of a, a gimmick. Like hey, there's Athena and She has the seems cards. Like and this
2: story isn't. I don't know. Like I, I expected it to last, uh, you know, twelve issues, like everything does. Two different arcs. Yeah, it and seems
1: like it's just going to go very quickly.
2: It does. And then we're going to go on to the next yeah, thing, which I, I actually don't hate. I kind of prefer, but I also don't think these gods are going away lightly. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: I just they they aren't hitting with me like I thought they would because it's kind of my jam with them, but it's not it's space gods versions of them and just having. You know, Artemis. Look at me. I'm Artemis. I'm the goddess of the hunt. I shoot you. She goes down. Then you go, and then hey, look at me. I'm Athena. I'm Hercules' sister, and I'm going to do this, but I'll let you go because I'm going to, you know, show you no mercy Get later. Though later. I do like Hercul- Hercules' line there, where you end up having Athena, who's bleeding out of her eyes, showing the tarot cards. Here's the fool. Here's the lovers. Here's, and you could kind of make your ideas of who they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but then Gamora, when you go from that, yeah, Peter. yeah. And and it's funny, too, because you say that and that would be the surface level deal. But it also could even be Phyla and Moondragon. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll, we'll about see that. how it goes. I did, too, until we were just talking about it. But, you know, you get that. But with that, she's the, the line is, hey, you guys go. I'm going to let you go this one time. But when I see you again, I won't show you any mercy. And I like Hercules. It's like that's what separates us. From, you know, who you are and me, sister, I will always show you mercy and goes off. And I thought, okay, that's a setup for whatever. And a lot yeah. of the stuff is. I think that Artemis it's will it's- kind of come, even though by the end it seems like all of it's blown up. But yeah, obviously I
2: don't things, think it is. Just to me off the bat is Hercules' connection to like these new guys. You wouldn't think. I don't know where, are they just reborn versions of, of the That's old? That's what it seems. And, and by the and, end,
1: it seems as if, and he even says kind of the idea of it. It's like, this is the new version of the old version. And I think that this kind of goes. He says, I hope it, that Athena's wisdom might hold sway over the forces of her resurrection. And so they are reborn in this form. And she even says, you know, Hey, I'm the goddess of wisdom, but I'm also the goddess of war. And she's kind of phasing in and out. It looks like of two separate deals and then you end up with these cards with her eyes bleeding where as she's walking even she's phasing the deal and i think that's the the tell for the end when you end up having where peter is looks like he's dead but i think actually it's like stuck between two worlds stuck between two phases as an olympus that's also phasing in and out of you know reality and coming yeah. popping up all over it's very odd it gets very cosmic yeah. in my mind oh, yeah, a definitely. little too I, cosmic I always,
2: yeah i always have problems and i've said it a couple times i think before we actually recorded is is when we go hot, heavy cosmic vocabulary my brain tends to i don't know not absorb it very well and, and now, understand really what the, What they're alluding to in in simpler terms or words. So I struggle with that stuff.
0: And
1: then you go back and basically you have Phyla there and you have the gods led by Zeus, you know, end up saying, yeah, we're not going to fight you anymore. We got to go back. To Olympus, but pretty much recognizing that she is pretty, pretty bad, but, uh, but says, why are you protecting this Nova guy, this man of laws? He's nonsense. You know, why do you protect him? But whatever, if you're going to protect him, you do that. But the choice is yours, make up, you know, your mind, whatever. And they go off. And that's where you end up having Phyla. And it looks like this is going to take her and Nova, at least right now, out of the book for a bit, because she ends up saying to to, uh, moon dragon, I can come back and help you guys or. I can save Nova's life. He is going to die. Richard's going to die. We have to get him, you know, off to the Kree and stuff. So they end up going off and she, because she's a hero, Moon Dragon says, I understand you're going off. They're doing it of the mind, you know, in their apartment of the mind, just having tea uh, and decide, yeah, I got to go take Nova. So there you go. And it says, you know, what's Phyla doing? Oh, she's off saving the day. But then you go back to, Peter which is the big deal Where he ends up seeing what the Automatons are just awful And says these are what they are before the surgeries (laughs) And it's just awful awful and yep. he bows down and he is going to basically what Hephaestus wants from him he doesn't know how to work the bomb he wants to learn how to do it he's very intrigued it. Yeah. He wants by to it. To make yeah, it he wants to learn all it. that you have the joke where peter's calling him half and he's like i call you half you know whatever you know that's fine get these automatons away you know i'll just tell you i i don't want to fight i'm bleeding i mean at this point he's got a whole pool of blood going down and that's where you have asbestos come over and peter just rips that artemis's arrow out of his leg and just runs it right through the neck of asbestos and it looks like it kills him though he is a god so we'll have to see what's going on but there's the weird deal of what happens here is when he does this the staff of Aspestus lights hits i don't know exactly what it's doing there yeah. and then he's dead i don't know it's transferring his soul there is this how he rests
2: i don't know it's a weird panel to suddenly flash to it yeah is. and I, at
1: first i didn't even know what it was and then i had to yeah. look i'm looking oh yeah. i see right you before he has yeah, the top a staff of the page he's yeah that's where it, yeah. i saw it i was looking all over the place trying to find it and i saw oh, oh it's at the top of the page but it does glint at that point as if like i said maybe his soul but he ends up still trying to talk Afterwards but I think there might be a Transfer and how they resurrect And they're gods that's the thing You can't kill them that easily But he ends up but it is a god Arrow so we'll see Um, But yeah he ends up saying Hey everybody get to the ship blast off hey rocket you take off in, in this set amount of time uh, and then he starts to load up the bomb he starts to load up all this stuff you see uh, Hercules be bad butt with his thunder clap ends up knocking <laughs> a bunch of automatons down it looks like almost like it would be like a wrestling move too with yeah. The, yeah. especially like some Hulk with the, does a
2: lot of the time yeah, too it, yeah. it
1: looks like too like even his look with those pants or whatever he does look like a wrestler and this is the thing where Peter even puts his hands in the you know into the bomb deal and he's loading up stuff doing some crazy stuff and the ship launches then and the ship launches without peter you end up having you know marvel boy hercules and moon dragon come back and rocket thinks that peter's going to be with them and he's not and he's like "You, you know where's peter oh no and they take off and they're yelling rocket you know stop and it's not him And it's Peter. Peter's controlling the ship from his helmet, which he says, remember, I can do that with the helmet. I got to do this. And it's weird because this is the thing. He says he found out something about the automatons. We have to stop these insane monsters. And I understand what he's saying. I understand the deal of this. But really, this, If this is the full-out plan and he gets lucky or whatever, the plan is to just kill yourself after all the things you've done just for these. I know it's a horrible thing, but you've killed or tried to kill the thing that's done it. You know, there's no reason. If you blow up the whole Olympus, that ends. You don't have to be on it, though I think he must think that he has to, you know, guide the whole thing through and stop everybody from stopping it. But as this is going on, you have them desperately trying to override to go back and get him. Uh, yeah. But you they end rock up and where- Even the
2: tech guy can't do Yeah,
1: it. yeah, he can't. And he says, I have a plan. I know what I'm doing. So right there, you get the idea that he thinks, you know, he's realized something. He can do whatever, uh, but he's waiting. All I need. And he's like, oh, there he is. Here comes the Zeus. And that's where Zeus says, and it's weird because there, there are different panels so the one ends up being a classic Zeus the other is this new one and you have you you don't know what you've done then there's the classic you were selected and then you've spilled blood blood of gods and then in a split panel do you think you can live with what follows do you feel your basis for your life is wrong and he says and it's yes because it's
2: a split panel yeah up it's a split there, panel like Zeus and, and, new yeah, Zeus. and that's what I'm
1: saying so basically I think that this is something where whatever is going on maybe even that staff whatever But with this Olympus and all that because they phase in and out because they're doing this, I do think. And even with that, where you have asbestos say this bombs from a different dimension. I think that was a cue to Peter as well of what they could end up doing. And Remember, Peter said that what he was going to do, what the original plan was and what the plan will be now is to phase the Olympus out of this reality, then blow up the bomb so it blows up and doesn't hurt. And I think that he realizes that this is one of those things where you can die in one of these dimensions and live in another, or he's transferring himself into this other one, but he is seeing and hearing the other Zeus, who is a good Zeus, who seems to you know realize more of peter than there is while the new zeus just wants to kill him and you do have the detonation it blows it up and it is the black hole deal so it just goes boom and i i like the idea now i kind of get this black hole bomb it, it blows everything up and then just sucks it into a black hole that's what it, it seems i think that's yeah. pretty cool and it just is gone and that's where rockets crying friendly you know, for the back. space environment you know yeah I mean, Greta would (laughs) like that, right? She wouldn't get mad. She wouldn't get mad at that. Uh, So you end up with Rocket. Oh, no, no, no. And it's kind of a thing here because who is a friend of Rocket's here? You know, Marvel Boy? Moon Dragon? I mean, Moon Dragon would be the most, but none of them really. But Hercules has even said before where he is a guy who does – have a lot of love and mercy. And it's kind of a kind of a neat thing with a Hercules, how big he is or whatever. And he's the one who just hugs, you know, rocket. I I waited for him that it's not your fault, man. I said, stop it, Hercules. It's not your fault. But he's like, Come on, come on, hug it in. Bring it in here, Rocket. And he does. And then Rocket just hugs him. And at the end, it's a great panel at the end where Rocket's crying, saying, Pete, and you do have Marble Boy Moon Moondragon. They seem concerned where Hercules has his back to us, but he's kind of, you know, consoling Rocket but the others don't really have too Much of a connection with Peter Rocket Does and you know he's upset and the Thing that I, I saw at the end Then too is the idea that it looks Like it's going to continue into Nebula 2 a little And then you're also going to have it in Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider number 4 Which at least those are two books we Read and if we read those and they do tie In big time we'll, we'll talk About those as well uh, But yeah then you have the next ep- Issue of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with the crazy look on that cover so we'll see how it goes but uh what did you think what did you give it
2: i think i'm going to give this like a 7.8 just short of an 8 i really like the art in the series I, i'm starting to enjoy some of the characters i didn't yeah. from donny cates like uh phyla and moon dragon yeah, i them. Like learning more about them and what they can do and stuff um and like i said some of that space lingo that jargon goes over my yeah. head and it, it takes me a minute to get back on track but I don't know, just the main story beats have, have me intrigued enough, uh, throughout this two issues of the series so far to, to kind of keep my interest. Yeah, I'm with uh, you. going. you. know, I'm going uh, eight. I, I I'm just you. gonna
1: go straight eight. And uh yeah, I mean if you have uh an issue and a series of Guardians of the Galaxy in the second issue, you know, old Al Young has the balls to just pretty much look like he kills off Peter, then that's yeah. pretty crazy. Uh and I do like uh the different team and I like the less of a team than yeah. the well, seven I, million that were in Donnie
2: Cates. And yeah, I meant to say I also think it's really cool. Like we kind of have those not so, so to speak. The guys in storage, so like Groot and yeah. Gamora, they're yep. they're hanging out somewhere else. Yeah, they're else hanging, and, and they're on the cover. They'll be next back issue, in the book So, we'll later, so yeah, I, I like not having to see what they're doing all the time, and, and we can focus yeah. on what's going on with with the story we're yeah, telling I like as this opposed because, to uh, back at base. Yeah.
1: And I, I like the idea. Like I said, most of my experiences with the movies, but I don't need the movie team. I don't need everybody. You know, I don't need Gamora in every issue. I don't need Manus here just because I know Manus from the movies. I like this and I like this for a way of when you end up even at DC, where you have a Justice League that's pretty generic, you have this, you know, the set deal, then you always like the side teams, you know, the JLI or, you know, something like that. Well, the Avengers. Though you have some new people on it or whatever, it's not hitting with me as much. And I think that this book is a nice alternative to. The event—it's a team book, and you know a lot of the books that I end up liking. If you you know pay attention to what we talk about, are not team books, but I do like team books. I just find recently, for most both you know Marvel and DC, the team books seem to be lacking in my mind. And a lot of times, you have too many people, and I'm talking about Bendis over at you know the the DC <laughs> deal. You got that Young mm-hmm. Justice book. There's seven million people in it. Then you have Legion of Superheroes, trillion people. So I like a set team here and i like to have like you said moon dragon philo and marvel boy and even hercules some characters that i don't rarely deal with so i do like that so i'm gonna go eight and i think the art's really good i'm a big Wonka ball fan so I, yeah. I, that does not shock it does me. It looks great uh yeah it does so that is that so that's a good first book at least we enjoyed something it's nice to enjoy comics now and again right so mm-hmm. we're gonna go up yeah. now for uh, some <laughs> mail I'm going to be doing that without all the Barandone, And then we'll be back to finish up the podcast with a book that I, I really do like. And I always do like. Do
0: you have the time to drive me in brand in line? At with that's my book comics at gmail.com We will read them all at the wrong turn says mail call. Whether they're positive or when they are not. You can give a shout out to your peeps. Make fun of Brandon, but not me. It's all for the weekend show. Brandon lives in Barcelona. Now here's something to say: Yo, a spell Call.
1: Yo, it is mail call. Thank you, wrong turn. And if you want to get involved in the mail, like both Jay and Dino have this week, all you have to do is mail us at at gmail.com. As you can tell, Brandon has stepped away a minute. Actually, I'm recording this before I got together with Brandon, so I don't want to lie and fake the funk. I'm just going to do this quickly by myself before Brandon can join me because he has baby duties To attend to Uh, and the first mail is from Jay from Canada who says what's up Jim and Brandon Jay from Canada here to say that man there are some great books coming out at Marvel but they aren't the big books he says Thor has been so disappointing after Aaron's run even if you hate it Brandon and Brandon does not hate jason aaron's run i think that he was just ready to be finished with it and i said to jay because he talked about this at some other point to me in the slack chat that we all talk when you're part of the fresh start crew beep boop and he was talking about it and i said there's a weird deal going at the end of the last thor book where if you go and look at the letters section a lot of people keep phrasing everything or starting out their letters with you know hey uh, donnie Thank God that the magic's back. Or, hey, dear Donnie, good to see the magic's back. It seems to be this phrase, the magic's back, the magic's back. And I even said to him, like, what's going on? It, it, was the magic not there in Jason Aaron's run? Because I only saw great things about it. I did not read a lot of it. Thor is not my guy. Uh, Jason Aaron was big on the Thor speak. That, that was big on his deal. It seems like Donnie Cates is less with that but a little less with Thor, in my opinion. And yeah, I think that it is a bit of a disappointment, even for me, uh, though it does seem like it is made to have an entry point for somebody who may not be down with Thor in general. Uh, it's more set up in my mind for fans of Donnie Cates, and I would think that maybe that would upset some people that are more Thor fans and less Donny Cates fans. But there's a lot of Donny Cates fans out there as well. I uh, says the plot is just friendly characters show up, destroy them, fight a new friend again and again. And I do agree with that. I would say rinse and repeat there to be fancy. Not the again and again. You know, rinse and repeat. That's That's some stuff there. And Guardians of the Galaxy is just okay. I dropped it. Dropped it. We didn't even have that much of it And we'll be talking about that Or we might have already I'm not sure, you'll have to tell me Even Venom, which I love, is having a down arc uh, But the biggest offender of them all, the X-Books And there you're preaching to the choir here And uh, Venom, yeah, Venom seems to be kind of, you know Twiddling its thumbs a little I thought that Venom Island was going to be bigger Because of it being kind of the spiritual successor to Spider-Island and uh, that's the problem. The problem I have with most books nowadays, and this means both Marvel and DC, I can't say that I'm reading a lot of indie books at the moment, but both companies seem to really be kind of treading water to get to something else maybe this summer. And you have the Venom books and Donny Kidd's books, they all seem to be geared up towards this null bit coming down. You end up having the DC books, they're even getting ready for... Uh, you know death metal from scott snyder and then into 5g whatever that may be or if it may be after the whole danda deal being fired but uh, i'm having a lot of problems where a lot of books just seem to be stalled they seem to be treading water and where i think jay's going to go with this after he bashes the x-men and jonathan hickman is the idea that these side books because they don't have a ton of things and and, you know to lead to or they don't have all the stakes that they have to go and set up and get to whatever that you can have fun with them and i i do promise i haven't read ahead so it's not like i am gonna pretend that i'm nostradamus and i am not uh so we'll see but he says i'm a huge x fan i bought more than i should legally say it is a lot i read and reread like the good canadian nerd i am I heard those Canadians like to reread things. I just can't dig these new books. The only one I love is Fantastic Four X-Men. And it's a mini. I like that first issue. Wolverine was decent, too, but I didn't love it. And I actually told him I, I did like it. And that was on our Patreon spotlight. And I actually liked the Wolverine book more each time I read it, which I do like when you have a book like that, where you enjoy it the first time enough. But then you read it a couple of times and then you realize, boy, they you know, the way the story was told. Once you have the whole thing in your head and then go back. Now you can relax and see things you can see. That Haley Joel Osment, he was talking to dead people Bruce Willis, he was dead Oh my, spoiler alert There, right? Uh, The main X title, Marauders, New Mutants, X-Force And every other one they put out are just meh It's really bringing me down And like ELO once sang Don't bring me down So what is good then? Hawkeye Freefall came out of nowhere And is the best Rosenberg book I've read Runaways continues to be fun and enjoyable he keeps trying to push me to read Runaways which I've read everything up to Rainbow Rowell's run that's going currently and I really do like the Runaways so I have to get to that eventually I have like a bug in my mouth Fantastic Four is probably my second favorite book after Venom and is really great I'm not enjoying that and, and we talk about it a lot I don't get much Fantastic Four from the Fantastic Four book and that kind of annoys me because I never got any Fantastic Four before. Being new to Marvel, I wanted, you know, some Fantastic Four. I don't know how I can say that how many more times. None of these are big books. I would say the Fantastic Four, you know, it's kind of kind of big. but, uh, You know, you have that. None of these are big books, but it's what's hitting for me. How about you guys? Are you excited for Strange Academy? Yes, I am. I like Scotty Young a lot. That's my most anticipated new title. And if you could make one new title or change one current title, what would it be? He says, I'd want an X book that deals with the characters actually interacting like a family. Oh, and the Kate thing with Kitty has to go. I really hate that. Maybe that's just me. I will tell you right now, I would enjoy a Gabby book. I would just want Gabby by herself just doing some adventures and then you know meeting up with Laura occasionally so i'd really want a Laura and Gabby book that would be written by i don't know I, I maybe like a kelly thompson uh maybe somebody new like that or just get tom taylor back and give us the x23 book back but that's it from me i have no shade the only problem is i say that i'm like man i'd really want x23 i'd really want Gabby and Laura i'd even like a book that's called like the castoffs And you could have Gabby, Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur, and Squirrel Girl. They could be the cast-offs. they just get together, have some fun. And really, the best would be seeing Gabby just being completely violent and awful, where Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur are just sitting there shaking their heads. More Moon Girl, who I love. Uh, But yeah, I would like something like that, maybe. It's all love, though, he says. He's joking, because he says... Yeah, that's it from him I have no shade At the throw at Brandon Because he's a nice guy Says you Unlike someone From a certain other podcast He means Eric He means that jerk Eric He don't listen to this podcast So we could just talk trash Right Jay It's all love though I'm just joking Much love From Canada And that is from Jay And thank you Jay And the next mail Is from Adino And this Dino mail Is titled Wolverine With a lot of exclamation points As if He's screaming it in the woods when the Russians are attacking Wolverine, right? Hey, Jim Bub and Brandon Bub. Finally, Wolverine has an ongoing series. Overall, I like both stories a lot. Wolverine number one, I enjoyed the dialogue between Gene and Logan the most. A close second was Kate and Logan's chat over drinks. I did like both of those. The part where I felt they dropped the ball is why didn't they use blood scream as the guy pulling the strings to get Logan's blood instead of the Dracula's. Probably because he's the king of the vampires Also that whole deal Like we see A lot of people are there To pick up the pieces of Jason Aaron And his stuff going on In the Avengers Because that was another one Of those deals where Dracula Was just hanging out in Chernobyl Biding his time Drinking his wine Is what he was doing And I guess they just want to get those going Plus I know that you're saying Blood scream and he goes on blood scream has been a long time villain of Logan's is an awesome callback to the first Wolverine series back in 88. That would be awesome. I just think they want Dracula because he's Dracula, you know, sexy Dracula. Oh, well, he gave it nine out of 10 claws. What are your thoughts? Uh, We ended up, like I said, we had that on the Patreon spotlight and I will reveal right now. I think I gave it an eight, eight, something around there, maybe an eight, five. I started out lower, and that was after the first read. After talking to Brandon about it and going through it again, I ended up liking it a lot more. Um, my whole deal in it was I was more there. It's funny, too, because I was there more for the Dracula story at first because it didn't tie much into the overall X stuff. Uh, but then in, in reread, I really like that first part as well, and that upped my score a lot and ended up by the end of the second reading. I think I liked the first part a little better than the second, which is crazy. But that is it, he says. Uh, Thank you. And he says his name, Dino. And there you go. That is Dino talking a little Wolverine. And yeah, if you if you really get inspired and wanted to hear me and Brandon talk about it, we ended up only talking about that one book for the spotlight this past week. But I think it was like an hour and 20 minutes on that one Wolverine book. So if you want to get that, you can go over and check out the Patreon. But I'm going to go off now and me and Brandon are going to finish up the podcast. And we're back to talk one last book here. And it is my favorite book in all of comics right now. It's actually the one book that... I run right to to read Though this week because I'm Telling you I've not felt really right For about a week and a half I just read it tonight people were Asking me about it and oh man did you Read the daredevils and did you read? Like, no, I I haven't read it yet So it's all fresh to me And and I did like it but we're Going to get right into that which is Daredevil 18 written by Chip Zdarsky art by Jorge Fornes colors by Nolan Woodard And all the way down there, V.C.'s Clayton Kels. I I really think that Clayton Kels has got to go to V.C. and said, buddy, you're in charge here. I think VC runs the letter union that he's involved with, and he's like, "Listen, VC, get me on top there because I'm sick of being all the way down here, uh, away from all the rest of the people." But I did say to Brandon, uh, he does not like Jorge Fornes that much no. on art. And you are a Cachetto man, you are. Yes. And he's coming back next it's issue, and way I can't wait. Two
2: different styles for I to well, me it throws me out of the book a little bit.
1: I'll tell you, I end up, and he's been on it for, uh, you know, a bunch of issues now, but every time it just, the characters in my mind end up not looking the same each time you see them. That's one of my problems, and even if you might say they do, I don't think that they look like I think they should. So, when and, and and really, for the most part, the last issue, I'll remind everybody, I gave it 9.9 out of 10. I, I almost gave it a 10. I didn't because of the art. And that's how much I liked the issue. The art I thought was a little off, but you can't make Hammerhead not look like he's got a flat top of his head. It ended up just looking like, you know, some just yeah. normal. It looked like Silvio from the, the Sopranos, which is fine. He is a gangster, but. You kind of you even had where before this big, long story where you did have Hammerhead show up and even had, you know, he had that glossed look like that shiny look like his head is a nail, you know, that kind of deal, which I like. And then he showed up and I I didn't like it, but we don't have to worry much about him because he he seemed to be dead. Uh, (laughs) But we're going into here and really Owsley. In all of these is like that quiet guy. He's in the background. He's just murdering, straight up murdering everybody. And just for the sake of, I'm the new Kingpin. Well, as you see by the end of this, a lot of these things and why I like Chip Zdarsky or love him and why I love the way this is playing out is he isn't just like, even like we we're saying in the song there with Jason Aaron, he's Jason Aaron's throwing out all these stories that are ending up being picked up by other people to go. You end up having the stories in this daredevil in a, such a crazy way where at one point you see everything that's going on. You're like, okay, it's going to end in a couple issues, but then things take a little turn. And then you get, and even in the background with this, what I'm saying is Owsley is there. Who's like, I'm doing it my way. Kingpin. He's too scared. We have way back when Kingpin ended up taking Owsley to the airport and said, listen, you're getting on a plane you're going to my private island you're gonna blow off some steam you better settle down you go there then you'll come back it's almost like a, a villain rehab he was sending him to you go rehab you you figure out what you need to really do to fit in with all of us and then you come back and else is like no i think i'm gonna slice the throats of two of your guys here <laughs> and then fly away because you are nothing anymore yeah and he even said you used to you know smell blood and taste blood the only blood that you've tasted recently was a rare steak you're getting soft there big guy and ends up just going off taunting him and you ended up having that be the you know the start of a boil pot that was going inside of kingpin that ended up boiling over at the stromwinds party all these things but at this point now it's now twisting back because you see that it's not going to be very long for fisk To either be straight up mayor. And if he's not, he's just going back to Kingpin, or he's just going to start doing it. I think that you might even get this way where it's like, hey, if I'm going to be mayor, I've been trying to play this game that isn't me. I want to just be me. Yeah, and end I, up I going think but,
2: They're pushing him all the way in that direction at yeah, this point. And,
1: and, they, and so what will happen is, as that gets pushed, the thing now that he's going to bump into is Owsley, who ended up trying to get this big thing for him going, but that's going to be his downfall as well so you end up where everybody's downfall it is a it is kind of a book that's showing you in a a roundabout way or a a deeper way of how these motivations go and if you do what's against your nature you end up messing up if you're not going to go with your place you know Owsley he's trying to do a little too much and it's going to bite him in the butt. Kingpin's trying to play a different game being mayor thinking he could get more control and more power it's not him that screwed him already and it's screwing him you have Matt who's trying to be not daredevil and when he was daredevil he killed a guy and now he's not daredevil but he really can't do as much and then you have Cole who ends up coming back in this issue which is awesome because I love Cole where he tries to do and now he's pretty much he's not just going to sit back he's not he's going to take it to the streets and he going to be a good cop so everybody has to kind of get to the point where they end up Doing what is their natural thing. You even have, you know, with the libris family, you end up the granddaughters captured and you have people, you know, Thomas is trying to be, you know, Mr. Big and go off, but he can't do. He gets just knocked down within a second. Yep. He just gets slapped. Uh, but yeah, this is Daredevil number 18. See, I like to gush about this book. <laughs> uh, and it is when Matt Murdoch, I don't need Matt Murdoch. He- he's blind. But that's what that part says. Daredevil is on the hunt in an attempt to wrestle control of Hell's Kitchen solely for himself. The Ellis turned to kidnapping Belle Alibris, the granddaughter of his competition Izzy Libris. Matt's ill-fated affair with Belle's mother Mindy has made this kidnapping personal. And again, there's another thing. Matt ends up having an affair with a married woman. It's everybody was doing things that weren't really what they should be doing, and it kind of all ends up bad until they kind of like go still back.
2: Hasn't totally bit him in the butt yet like i thought it would yeah but i think it's kind of made
1: him i don't know he ends up caring more about this and really she's not a great person i mean the little girl you can't kidnap a little girl it doesn't matter if the little girl whoever her parents are she's innocent so you go but it's one of those where now he's going and saving trying to help people in in the mob i think but yeah it really hasn't bit him in the butt he just had a booty call a couple of times, <laughs> so, you know, and that can get you. But meanwhile, Wilson Fist, the current mayor of New York City and one time Kingpin is still slowly recovering from the beating he took, directed by the ultra rich Stromwind siblings who have been orchestrating the destruction of Hell's Kitchen. And even with the thing, just to go more along what I think the theme and the themes in this are, you even have Izzy who is talking in this meeting. She's being protected and we'll get into the in second, but her big thing is. Listen, Owsley knows that the police aren't going to join in here, but if we can prove some things, they will get him because he's not Hell's Kitchen. He's not one of us. And this was even when you ended up having Hammerhead and stuff like that as well. Like they're there. It's not your thing. This is our thing. But you do have Mindy yelling at Izzy saying you got all your guys here protecting you you better go get bell you know your granddaughter my daughter she's out there what are you doing and Izzy's trying to be calm and saying we're, we're working on it we're going to figure that out. And Tom goes off. He's going to go get proof that Owsley has kidnapped his daughter. That's the thing. There's no proof for them to go with saying, hey, it's Owsley. Somebody do something. Because really, you're, you are stepping over a line when you end up kidnapping a little girl. Even the line between we're not allowed to be in Hell's Kitchen, but also this mob type line, which they keep doing. But he goes off and then you have to. The funniest thing is as it's going off is you have Izzy come over. And Izzy up until this point the last bunch of issues where you will have her and tom uh, talking she, she just yells at him she, constantly she's yeah. always telling him he's stupid she's always telling him not really mean but kind of you know whatever but you have to be reminded that she loves her son here because he is in not long for the world he's because the he goes off. Boy. yeah so yeah and he goes off then you end up having cole come into the police station and you even have some guys before that are like you know what I'm, I'm not sure turning the blind eye to the kitchen's the best thing you know maybe we can go but a kid they kidnapped a kid maybe we should do something and this one cop's like no 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 you know you go to your assigned area I'm not stepping in I'm not going to risk things like that Cole just comes in and says listen you jerks you know he, he, all of them there seem to be the good cops but the good cops who are following orders not to go to hell's kitchen you know they're not on the take they're not making money and he, he, Cole's Spells it out completely. You're still a bad cop if you don't go. Plus, you're stupid because you're not getting paid. Why be a bad cop that doesn't get paid? Let's go. Anybody who wants to come with me, yeah, let's go. We're line, going to I Hell's like Kitchen. And he's like, "We're going to Hell's Kitchen. We're gonna we're gonna do stuff. We're gonna be cops. We're actually gonna police the area we're supposed to." Let's go. And they go off to do that. Uh, while that's going on, Matt is kind of you know going around the area trying to figure out what's what and realizes you know that. He might be able to find Bell, but he might need, you know, help with Cole as well. So he's listening as Cole goes in. Where they say we're going to go one to one after the other. We're just going to go to all of Owsley's known hideouts. We're going to go. We're going to rough some people up. We're going to get info. They go to this first guy. The guy is obviously an Owsley guy. I don't know who this Owley is. He starts <laughs> talking like wrong yeah. turn. I do not understand. As one of the, the other mo- guys the goes, most
2: frustrating type of person to try to get yeah. the- truth out
1: of oh i'm telling you it it is when in the simpsons if you saw when they had the the mob big tony and you end up where chief wiggum goes down he's like hey what's going on with these uh, i don't know what you mean uh, officer and that's all he's playing dumb and the one guy though he sends a guy to go and call Allesley and call the guys to see what's going on matt hears this he realizes what's going on and says to call they they have her on the move. They're not they're not going to put her in one place. They're driving her around town in a, a van. So let's go. We can go get there. They get in the car. The one person tries to arrest Matt. It's like uh, that's the daredevil. Uh, I'm going to arrest him. He's like no no. He's with me. And he goes. So we'll see what comes of that. Uh, but they go and then you get full out Matt's you know super ability where he ends up four blocks away. He can hear people heartbeats all that as long as the sounds that he's hearing are normal. He ends up having Cole shut down the siren because it would have gotten in the way of that. But they end up saying, you know, we're going to stop the traffic up ahead. They end up going. And, and again, I like this scene because it's mad. Doing stuff that isn't just you know Beating the crap out of people or, or You know hurting them because this one guy Ends up coming out with Belle With her captive and says I'm you know Back the F away I'm going to shoot this girl You have Cole where Cole this is very similar You know he had problems Before that's why he ended up coming to New York And Matt can Hear his heartbeat and realizes that if He's having problems you know Cole is getting too upset about this He's getting too fired up And that's where Matt then just says, you know, put your gun down and goes over, walks right up to this guy and just takes the gun out of his hand because he can tell the way he is reacting. He's not a guy who's going to kill a kid. Yeah. And so he, ends he looked up that getting way at... at
2: first with the gun pointed door. He looked like, a yeah, crazy... I guess
1: that the thing is he, he <laughs> does look crazy. He does look like he's going to do that. But I guess if you end up being able to listen and know the stuff, Matt can tell heartbeat, all that breathing, he could tell that this guy was not going to do that. Something that Cole wouldn't have been able to. And Cole would have shot this guy dead, if not maybe even causing Bell to get killed as well. And I like that moment. I like that that Matt's there to almost save more Cole in my mind than anybody else, yeah. because Cole probably wouldn't have been able to, uh, you know, take that sort, that sort of thing. Guy, yeah. Said. And he and he's already had problems, like I said, with stuff like that. And if you remember, the whole thing that came into this too is he ended up Cole going into his, you know, officer there and said, Listen, I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to be a good cop, but I'm also going to transfer to internal affairs because this place is nonsense and i'm gonna bring all you down but you know let's go so i think that that saves them from a lot of trouble as well but yeah even there where matt that then goes takes the gun because all the cops have gathered around and he just hands the gun to, to this other cop the cop's like who the f are you and then that's where cole's like he's with me he's undercover and they go they all seem to know that he's daredevil um but yeah then you cut off to old tom who is sneaking up on the mansion of where Owsley is and he goes to you know threaten these guards these guards just punch him i mean <laughs> he they even say hey there book boy you know aren't you Tommy Lieber's, huh yeah Bookstore boy soft and ends up just punching him right in the yeah. face.
2: Grabs his gun All and then book, punches him in the face. Bookstore dream, you know that he 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 had come true. Really bites him in the butt here in this yeah, last. Yeah, 10 pages. and I'm
1: telling you, with the deal is these guys are huge and they're not going to be afraid of a gun pointed at them. And they show it. They just grab the gun and then punch him. And that's where they end up bringing in, and and it's really bad timing because they bring in you know Tom here. As Owsley gets the call to say, oh, we screwed up and the girl, the little girl's gone. So we get, and then it's just like to Tom. And again, Owsley doesn't mess around. And it's really, Chip Zdarsky is really setting this up to be the idea that if you get captured by him, or he, he, he's going to kill you because he just says to Tom, oh, I got some good news. Your, your daughter, she's safe. You know, that's all the deal. Your mom really likes you, right? And even goes through the whole deal. Your mom doesn't want us to do the drugs. And that was a big deal. That's a big sticking point with Izzy. Well, now we see it's because of one of Tom's other brothers had an OD and died. So he says that's when she got out of the drug game. I wonder if, you know, she loves you and the reason why you're going to die is because of this gang stuff. Will she get out? Let's see. Boom shoots him right in the head he's dead it's almost before he
2: finishes the thought I knew that he would pull the trigger here Before I actually thought he was just going
1: to use him and torture him and send pictures or something awful like this usually happens Uh, that is not the case Uh, pretty much just ends up just putting a bullet right through his head and again this is the idea that Owsley is really really trying to just step up his crazy game and it, it seems just like it's too much I know he's crazy and all that But boy, he's just straight up murdering everybody that comes near him. But I do think it's also set up to be something where, you know, we'll get somebody captured and we're like, oh, no, they're going to die and maybe it'll be Cole even, Uh, though I don't think then he would end up dying but it's a good setup because you're worried that these things might happen but you end up then where the you know game on all these things going on here people are getting killed you end up having fisk in his bed which he's working from home all the time this guy and he does seem to be running scared but he finally does take a call from quinn Stromwin, who calls and basically Quinn says, hey, uh, you know, all this stuff going down, you know, the stuff where police are now back in Hell's Kitchen, we kind of thought that you were doing that. You were trying to get back at us. Now we realize, nah, you pretty much are useless. And we really don't need you anymore. And I don't think you're a real good mayor. And we're going to Straight up purge everything. So it's one of those where you wonder what they're going to do. Are they going to set up Fisk to have a scandal that wasn't real? Are they going to end up doing you know some crazy things well, and he's get got him enough out? Dirt from being in his it.
2: background. I think they don't even really need to set yeah, him up. Yeah, really. But again, to a lot of that
1: dirt's pretty much when he got elected. Seems to be like the idea of well, you know, we need a guy who's a go getter like the kingpins. But yeah, yeah, they could easily uh, do that. But the big thing is the purge is on. <laughs> These these poor guys they're just working at the dock (laughs) they've just clocked in they're there they are there with just their coffee drinking their coffee there's a big ship has come in with the big thing and that's where you end up having quinn even say listen there's no hard feelings but if you want some advice don't look at the news turn your phone off you're not going to want to see what's come to town and then that's where you see the the ship like out of nowhere now All heck is broken loose. And stiltman, rhino, crossbones, bullet, bullseye. I mean, all these guys just coming off of the ship are just ready to just wreck house and it's just going to be crazy. So you end up with a good issue that ends up with another crazy cliffhanger that, I mean, this is going to be just a firefight with all these villains showing yeah. up. So we'll see how it goes. I, yeah, I, I don't even I'm glad. know all
2: of, like Rhino is, is the one that kind of caught me off guard by yeah, first because yeah. they kind of play him as a middle of the road type guy. And I, I didn't, imagine he would be with this crew. Yeah. Bones, it seems bullseye. like a pretty
1: crazy uh, crew, yeah. you know, crossbow like you said, Cross, uh, crossbones, bullseye, bullet, Stiltman, man, right? And it's just crazy people here getting ready to just kick What's butt. Stilt but yeah. man
2: gonna do? I'm
1: I think, <laughs> well, he's gonna, you know, look, look around. He, he's their lookout. Yeah, he'll, he's he'll end up going. That's what he does. Tower, right? Yeah, that's what he does. But yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I do wish again. I wish that I liked Jorge Fornes's art a little better. There's some big
2: moments that, and I don't where hate I do the last think page, I'll be honest with you, but well, I don't hate anything in
1: that. this. But the thing. Is with it like he does certain things well. One of the things that I liked, I didn't mind when John gets shot in the head. He does those, you know, silhouette panels very well because of his style and the way the colors are even in that style. I do think that when he ends up and he tries to do it a lot, because at the point where, you know, Matt's running through, it's raining, but it's not raining two blocks away. At, uh, you know what I mean? Like he is good at drawing things in the rain. So all of a sudden it's raining uh, where Matt is always at, but it's not raining when they come out of the police you know, deal. So I, I wondered with that, but it looks good. But overall, I think this was better looking than the last issue, but I'm not going to give this one a 9-9. Last issue I think really hit, this issue is great, but it's not a, I'm going to give it a 9-5, but it's not a 9-9, but what would you give it?
2: I'm gonna give it an eight point five. I, I just have real problems with the art. I don't I don't get into the book as much as I usually do yeah, with I love it. Chichetto on on the title. I, I really and get, get next, into the so, title yeah, And he's he's Yeah,
1: he's back. I wish that he was on all this. This is a big story. Is. This is a big enough story to really want the main team to be doing it and to have this many issues with Jorge Fornes. Uh, and I don't know what's behind the scenes, if that was something that needed to happen, you know, Cachetto was doing something or needed some rest, whatever work ahead. I don't know. Um, but it is a shame because really to me, this is one of the biggest stories going on. In a book uh, right now in comics I love it and I Would have liked it to be the main Guy so when you have you know the whole Deal you have everything you know Looking great but also looking the same Because that's the thing Jorge Fornes art is very much A style all his own in this Day and age and so it does stick Out especially when we first got Him it kind of threw me off a little For a couple issues to kind of get used to it Now I think I'm used to it fully and then We'll go off of it uh, next issue. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I did like it. So you're going eight is what you said?
2: Uh, eight five, I think I said, eight didn't five, I? 8.5, you yeah. said. How dare you? How dare you. Yeah, but yeah, I'm that's the deal. Man. But
1: this is kind of my deal. So that's that. So we had two books, though, that we both yeah. pretty much enjoyed, so we liked Definitely. that. I hope everybody enjoyed listening to it. And, you know, I can't wait to see what happens in both of these, because you have some crazy cliffhangers going on. Peter dead, and just the craziest crew yeah. the showing, up. showing up. The goons got showing up home in Hell's Kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. I mean, really, is it, it, Hell's Kitchen is going to be really uh the right name for what goes down even if daredevil's so, on
2: his game i think i'd still give electra a call yeah, for that's a little the help. thing
1: though i think that she has to show up she's gonna have to show up and at points i'm not even so sure that you're not gonna have you know let's team up with some of these other villain guys because it's all out And then, yeah. again though it's such a crazy team that shows up you're wondering if Peter comes back as yeah. Spider-Man because he has been in well, the he, book. He has been keeping that have track. Even guys formerly
2: worked for Kingpin, like Bullseye, Rhino, yeah, yeah, Crossbones, yeah. all those guys have relationships with Kingpin at one point or another. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: So that's – we'll see. And, yeah. And, again, it, Kingpin is getting to the point where he's going to need to, you know, hopefully – have daredevil do some stuff that he's down with too because he's a target as well he's
2: got nothing left to lose eventually at some point which is when he's going to be dangerous. yeah and that's the thing
1: that's the that's the worst thing i know that the strong ones are spelled out to be the you know we don't really care you guys are all drops in the buckets but really you had kingpin changing his game up to not you know And then you had control of these other losers. It's the other people that were going. I mean, if you had the Stromlins, it's me. I'm getting that goon squad. I'm going right there, killing Owsley. And then you're pretty much good. If he's dead, everything else kind of lines up in the place, seemingly, except they could kill Cole and stuff like that and the police who aren't on the take. But still, it's kind of like they probably enjoy this as just entertainment things like that but thanks everybody for listening uh, I will mention the couple things again if you want to go over to Twitter and follow us we're at WS Comics. we'll follow you back if you follow us out of a grand courtesy because Brandon is a man with a kind heart we'll also have our reviews up on the website WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com where we'll have all our reviews on Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time that would be on the new comic book day Wednesday but some of them up earlier than that and and some of the things that are allowed and I, I probably shouldn't even get into this because of the idea that I don't know if the guys are going to get them done but we are allowed to have Falcon Winter Soldier up early Fantastic Four Grim Noir and stuff like that 2020 Force Works number one I heard Brandon was on that right yeah. Force Works number one but those might be up means. early <laughs> I know and then uh, the deal those would be spoiler free so you can go and do that unlike the smoothie i had yesterday i ended up making a smoothie on friday and i didn't drink it and so i had it sit in the uh refrigerator i had in the refrigerator it was you know kind of so i go this morning and i had to pack my lunch and i wanted to go real quick so i grabbed it and took it to work and it's one of those you ever have like obviously a smoothie will separate you know and you kind of shake this never really shook together again And it was disgusting, and I still drank it. I I was going to take a picture and send it to you, where I send all my nonsense foods (laughs) to you. And it it was. It was uh, almond milk with uh, kale, some wild berries, uh, banana, and some uh, strawberries. So it was all mixed in. It was good, but it kind of separated, like three separate – Layers, I said it's like a three-layer smoothie, and I uh, yeah, I almost puke. Yeah. I really did. And I already you had to drink a smoothie and...
2: right away. You can't, you can't let it sit
1: Well, the one I froze, and I thought, and even that was kind of off. Uh, I, yeah, it's so stupid too. It takes me two minutes to make them, and I'm like, I better do this ahead of time. <laughs> I got to save them two minutes. Uh, but everybody, thanks. Don't eat smoothies after a weekend sitting around. And also, it's probably one of those things. My kids probably went into the fridge to get something, took it out Had it sitting there, and then a day later, oh my god, I better put that back. Something was wrong with it. I had Eric Eric smelled it, and he said it it smelled rancid. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't smell that bad. And then I was, I was in the toilet all day
2: in in the toilet all
1: day. But that's that's how we're going to end with nice things. I should be
0: back in school.
1: You're right, Greta. You should be. But hey, we're going to go. Everybody, thanks a lot. If you want to go over to Patreon, patreoncom slash science. That's the end. See ya. I promise. Ending. See you later.